Hi, my name is Tina, and welcome to another episode of Patrons and Partnerships, a podcast presented by the Library Partnership Branch. Today, our guest is our second patron interview, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Welcome. Thank you very much. Hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Sharon Brown, and I'm the creator of a book review blog called Book Thrasher, and I started it during the pandemic, and it's still going strong. So were you, did you have to work from home during the pandemic? I did some, yes. Is that I, how it started? Uh, not really. I've done book reviews on and off all my adult life, it seems like. And even locally, I did some book reviews for a local business magazine a few years ago. I just, I guess I like reading and reporting on what I read. And um, I've always had it in the back of my mind that I'd like to have a blog. So some, I probably something to do with being at home a lot and cooking a lot of banana bread and all that kind of stuff. Maybe just say, just go ahead and start it. (laughs) So that actually leads really nicely into my next question. The website is lovely. It's very clean. It's very pleasant to look at. Did you design it yourself? Thank you. Uh, No, it's a WordPress platform and they have various themes you could choose. I do. Thank you for that because I do like classic and clean lines, kind of minimal. I've been thinking that I'd like to upgrade. I have all the tag bubbles on my blog, but they're not different sizes. Like if I have a lot of New York stories, books about New York City, that would be bigger than some others. So I want to upgrade and do that. And also, I don't have a search button on my blog. So I'm looking forward to adding those things. But thank you. Yes. And I actually, one of the things that I was, I went to the most recommended list and I got toward the bottom and I was looking for an like top of the page. <laughs> uh, okay, good. I'll <laughs> I'll add that to my list of things to ask them. They're really good. I've enjoyed working with them because you can kind of chat either online or or call them and they'll walk you right through things. So oh, that's cool. That's yeah. very cool. So you have some control over what it looks like and what you want. They give you options. They do exactly. Okay. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. So. I'm interested in the content of the things that you review. Do you, you mentioned on your website that you love libraries. Do you get all of your materials from libraries? Are they all, are all of your reviews from things you've checked out at your library? I would say yeah, probably like 90% of them are, yes. Okay. Um, I rarely buy books. I, I read it first, and then if it's something I really want, I will buy it. But most of my books come from the library on loan or... I did inherit a pretty large collection from my dad that I've been slowly going through and either keeping some and then donating some and selling or trading others. So um, sometimes one of those will make their way in. But yes, I love my library. I just appreciate it so much that I'm able to do this. Do you remember, did you have a favorite library when you were a child? What sort of impression did libraries make on you as you were growing up? A very big impression. I grew up in Cutler Ridge, that's in South Florida, and it was just the local branch. And my dad and I would go every Saturday. We would he would drop my mom off at Publix and Eckert's to go shopping, and then we would go to the library for a couple hours. And it was just a place where I could wander around and browse the shelves and find things that look interesting. And there were comfortable chairs where you could sit and just get lost in a book, which I definitely did. So, what inspired you to? share your opinions on things that you've read? It's a good question. I'm not sure exactly. I Maybe I'm just have that need to share. I'm, I'm not really sure. But for example, I had a job a few years ago and 
I worked with a lot of readers. I've never been in a book club, but several of them were. But something compelled me to every kind of January just put out an email. You know, these are the best books I've read last year. Then they would write back with their lists and all that kind of stuff. So I just enjoy it. It is a form of expression. I mean, you're expressing yourself. Yes. Um, So tell me what your process is as far as selecting materials, and we'll start with that. So how do you select your materials? Do you have the idea that you might do a review in the back of your mind, or do you just... It's more like, what do I want to read next? And I don't review like every single book I read, I've noticed, especially lately as kind of life and my my day work, my day job has gotten in the way, um, trying to work on time management. But I get ideas for books from all over the place, from from the library and from, you know, New York Times Book Review and things like that. And just if something piques my interest, I'll check it out. I usually have a bunch of books on hold and I don't necessarily read all of them. I couldn't. But I'll try it out and see. And some things, you know, lend themselves well to review. There have been a couple of books that were just kind of dark or for whatever reason, maybe too personal, I don't know, that I haven't. So do you try not to review things that didn't appeal to you as as much? I think, yeah, there's been a few that I can remember that didn't sit with me well, I guess. And I don't want to write a, a terribly critical review or anything like that. Most of what I review is, like, I'm enthusiastic, or, or I hope I come across that way, that I'm trying to convince mm-hmm. you, yes, you should definitely pick this one up. But there have just been a few controversial-ish books that I just kind of put on my list of books that I have read, but I don't delve into a deep review. So that's really interesting. What is your style of writing when you decide to write a review about a certain book? And you also do movies as well, don't you? Some Sometimes, sometimes. yes. Yes. Do you have a routine, a schedule? Do you just, as the fancy strikes? <laughs> right. It's more like as the fancy strikes. I found that if I can wake up early in the morning, that's a really good time for me. Or kind of late at night, but that gets dangerous because I have to get up early to go to work. I think my writing is sort of conversational, like I'm talking to to a person, pretty casual. I usually take notes when I read, when I know this is a book I'm going to review, and make a like a brief outline, and then just take it from there. Just kind of write, sometimes by hand, like on my lunch break, but most of the time on the computer, and then move things around. I've gotten pretty good at editing. I would love to have an editor. I know I'm not 100% grammatically correct all the time, and I probably use commas too much and a little too wordy. So I try to work on that. And then I like to let it sit for a while, even if it's just a few hours or a day or two, and then come back, edit some more, till I have it where I, I like it. And you, do you enjoy the process? I do. Yeah. Definitely do. You mentioned that it was conversational. That's what I, I actually wrote in my notes. I yeah. feel like it's very conversational, very fresh, very... There's some humor in it, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated. And so I was wondering, too, like the flow when you're writing, that just comes out naturally, or is that something that you have to labor over? Or It usually does come pretty naturally, yes. Yeah. If there's a time when it doesn't, I'll just put it away, especially because this is a hobby right now. I don't mm-hmm. want to you know, make myself miserable over it. Yeah. Um, so when you first started, were you nervous at all about putting yourself out there on the Internet? Absolutely. I definitely was, even though, like, sometimes I think, how does an author do it? Because you are exposing yourself. At the same time I started the blog, I joined some social media, which I've never been on anything. So all at once, I went on Twitter. And I think I tweeted that once, that just even the act of writing a book review is sometimes very revealing and makes me a little nervous. 
But it's a good thing to do. And I try not to shy away from putting my opinion in the book review. And have you gotten much reaction from other readers? I've gotten some. I wish there was more. I would like to have more of an interaction or conversation. So on WordPress, other bloggers, it's easy for them to see posts. So I get some comments that way. And of course, my family can be my biggest fans and they'll comment on things. But it's so it's slowly starting to build, I think. Do you have any favorite reviews that you've done? I mean, just like people have favorite books and favorite movies that they watch. Favorite reviews that you've done? Definitely. The main one right now, and it was one of my favorite books of the that I read last year, it wasn't published last year, is my review of A Gentleman in Moscow by Immortals. And it's just, it was a magical book. I loved it. I, I read it and I immediately like reread it and started writing my review. And it's one of those, again, that I just hope that like my enthusiasm for it and my desire just for everybody to read it comes through. It's interesting. Yeah, that's the last review I read on your website. I was like, I I need to put this book on hold right away. It's wonderful. It's really good. And then I did a recent one on The Looming Tower, and I actually listened to that audiobook. It's nonfiction. It's pretty dense. And as I said in the review, it's like, it was kind of like listening to a really good professor do a really engaging lecture. During the past two years, is I've only just started listening to audiobooks in like the last year plus, and I've really fallen in love with it in certain situations. So that and that book was about the the road to nine eleven, basically the rise of Al Qaeda. It's fascinating, and again, there's just so many connections and things happening right now that connect back. That I feel like it was a pretty important book, and I hope it gets some more attention. You seem to have a very broad appreciation of different genres and different fiction, nonfiction, um, young adult. Mm-hmm. Do you have any children's on the no, book? No, no. Um, no, I, me- I meant children's books on the, oh, on the oh. website. <laughs> yes, I actually do. I um, I reviewed a couple recently, well, in the last several months. I don't know where I heard of one, but one's called Unspeakable. It's about the Tulsa Race Massacre. And it's for kids, and it's tough. Like I said in the review, I think a parent would have to read that with their child. I don't think you could just hand the book to them. There's another really wonderful one called Noor's Secret Library. And it's about children in Syria, but it parallels what's going on in Ukraine. So yeah, I was actually just thinking today, I might put together a list of children's books, like for gift books for the holidays. Because some of these are really special. And those are also books that you come across through reading reviews and things like that? Or? Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. Do you read reviews? I know you said you read the New York Times book review. Do you do any of the other reviews? I do sometimes. But if it's a book I know I'm going to read, I try not to. Mm. I don't want to be um, influenced. I do go back later to read some. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? I like mine better. <laughs> <laughs> I just look for the stars. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't do anything star, like that. I'll read it. Um, <laughs> but anyways, back to your broad reading history. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like, how did you develop your interest in so many different styles and genres? And It's a good question. I think it's the way my siblings and I were brought up. We were taught to read at a very young age. And my dad's just always been very curious and was a lifelong learner. So I feel the same way. I'm just interested in this and that. The only genre I don't really read is like the fantasy. 
And it's interesting when I, I've done a couple of pop up markets where I'm trying to promote my blog and also selling some books. And a lot of people, young people, say that they're into that and have I read any. So I should probably try to give it a try. Well, now that you know you say this over the podcast, you may get people recommending fantasy books to you. That, That's true. Yeah. Somewhere, yeah. like a place to st- get started. Mm. That's what I need. Have you ever gotten tired of, of reading? Like, has there ever been a point where you're just like, I just don't feel like reading anymore? Well... The only time I really didn't is when like personal things have been happening in in my life where it's just like you just don't have the mental energy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But no, in general, I could read all day, every day. (laughs) Do you pick up books ever? And I have the issue, I think, working in a library, having read so many books that sometimes now I'll pick up a book and be like, after the third page, I'm like, I know how this is going to (laughs) go and I can't finish it. Does that ever happen to you? Or you like, I can see this this story from the very beginning, how it's going to turn out. Right. You know, that really doesn't happen to me. And especially, I read a lot of thrillers and mysteries, and I rarely can guess, like, who done it. But for me, more, it's, it's just more the feeling, and does it engage me, and do I like, not even the, just the style of writing, but the characters and what they're saying. And I have no problems putting a book down now and just not finishing it if it doesn't keep me going. There are so many other books that you want to finish. Yes. Yeah. It gives you more time to do that. Mm -hmm. So on your website, it says that you keep track of every book you read. When did you start that and how do you keep track? Well, I started, I think I have lists going back to about 2007. I wish I had a list of every book I've read, period, ever my whole life. (laughs) I'm just kind of a weirdly organized person in that way. And at first it was just in notebooks. I would just keep track in little notebooks that I like to buy. And then eventually now I'm keeping track on the blog. But it's just fun to go back and look. And I used to, when I wrote it down, I would put little hearts or stars or check marks and I could see how I felt at the time. So yeah, back then it was just pen and paper. That's a lot. I remember when I first started watching K-dramas, like, I, I would do that, like, keep track of everything I watched so oh, I would know, yeah. because I was so unfamiliar with it, and then I gave it up. But I um, also have had those moments, especially since I started working in the library, where I remembered a book from my childhood that I absolutely loved and could not remember the title. All I could remember was the basic plot. I searched and searched and searched, and I finally found what I thought was the book and got it through Interlibrary Loan, and it, it was the correct book. It and was. I was like, oh. That's I, was wonderful. Like, I wish I'd written down all of the books that I had read. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what do you have planned for the future for Book Thrasher? You just celebrated your fourth year? Oh, fourth second. Anniversary? Second. Oh, second anniversary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second anniversary. Thank you for asking. I, I have a lot of notes and things written down. I want to do more, well, I want to post more often, frankly, get into a regular routine and kind of branch out a little. I've had a couple ideas for articles or essays. I'm not even sure what you would call them, but I want to start doing some things like that. And I've tried to think of like some themes to put out there to work on. Like, for example, every Friday I might post a, in case you missed it, post. And not even like a book I've read right now, just some favorite book and trying to put a little blurb about it out there like football season is back in and there's I love sports books so I've read a bunch and maybe get some sports fans to pick up a book so just trying to be creative that way 
So if you started publishing your essays and things like that, would you create a, a separate website for things like that, or would you try and incorporate it? I would try it? to incorporate it into this one, yeah. So this has been really interesting to me. I've, I find, like I said, I really like your website, for one thing, and it's very, I love reading reviews, so, and I think you're brave, so. <laughs> um, Thank you. Is there anything else you would like to add? Well, I'm just flattered to have been asked to come on here, and I just see this as, like, I'm a very patient person. I'm kind of doing this, like I said, as a hobby, but, you know, I would love to one day maybe have a regular review column in a newspaper or something like that, or a little bookstore, and all these things are interrelated. Mm -hmm. So, and, and even though it's on the internet, which is the World Wide Web, I really would like more of a local readership. I think that's important to me, so... I want to thank you. I, I just love the fact that you're doing this. And I'm going to start listening to your old podcasts. Yes, well, we would love more of, you know, listeners to sure. our podcast as well. So maybe we can help each other out. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you very much. You're very I welcome. Thank it. you. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to Patrons and Partnerships. If you know of an individual or organization you'd like to recommend for an interview, email us at lpsfprogram at gmail.com. To listen to more episodes, find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. And be sure to check out the Alachua County Library on Spotify while you're there for chill playlists to read to, handpicked by our librarians.